Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop making all that money? What's up, my future one percenters? This is Marathon Money, brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire's favorite thousandaire, and I'm here with my boy, Kenny Coins. What up, man? Whew. Dropping them coins on him. <laughs> yes. Yo, it, it, I think last week was a decent week. Um, It was a lot of up and downs. It reminds me of 2016. Good days, yeah. You know I mean Monday was a good day, Tuesday was a bad day. Monday was a good day. Yeah, I remember. I remember them days when, like, yeah. if it was a bad day one day, you like, okay, well, the next day gonna be good. You know, yeah. I remember those days. Hey, it felt like 2015, 2016. Uh, good old Obama eras. <laughs> 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 no, but um, shoot, man. I think we had some good earnings that came out. Um, Yo. The, the thing that, like, I want to touch on, though, was, like, some of the picks that we did on Marathon Money Plus, um, some of them, they aren't moving like they like they should, even though um, so, some of them are up pretty good, but not all of them. And let's I started, be honest. Let's be honest here. We're back to the era before Trump. That's I, where we're at now. I mean, we have a different president, but the stock market is still at all-time highs, though. I mean, it's it not is, at but the high, it's, but it, it's it's touched new highs. It's at all-time high because of Trump, not because of Joe Biden. Let's be honest here. We're here because this is the residue of the previous sitting president. Mm -hmm. That's really it. The, we're going to go. We're going to go right back to the Obama era where we slow and steady movement no movement at all a lot of retracement that's what it's gonna be like we need to that's what it's always been so i was i just started to think about should people move back into like those big boy stocks where like maybe you know um the, the stocks that we kind of like are ones with high growth potential, right? But mm -hmm. now it seems like some of the more traditional big boy stocks like the Amazons, Microsofts, Apples, they may have their their run not really like the small caps, but they, they, may, they may run better than the small caps right now for some reason. And I was just looking, I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but I was looking at... Um, year to date on some of these bigger stocks like Amazon ones that you know uh, mega caps is what they call them and if you look at the year to date 
um, gains. Amazon is mo it's kind of flat. It's only up six percent. But if you go to um, Microsoft on the year, they up thirteen percent. You go to Google on the year. I think they are up 38%. Why can't I find it easily on here? Here it goes. 37.5%. Um, so I'm wondering, uh, and Facebook also, you go to Facebook, you know, they up 19%. So that, that's those respectable gains in just in, you know, four, five months. <clears throat> so I'm Yo. wondering if, if people, if those are more of a sure bet than, some of the more riskier plays, even though the riskier plays have more potential for growth, but these dudes are showing that they growing too, even though they mega cap, they still growing. Here's, here's the thing we also forget that I think that is a contribute to your point. We forget that majority of companies that are where they're at now, they tend to grow in bad times because that's how they started. A lot of companies that start in good times are never going to fare well in bad times because they didn't start from there. They started from good times. They started when everything was going right for them. Most majority of these companies that are doing well, if you look at the history, majority of them started when things were going wrong. Mm -hmm. Pfizer strived when things were going wrong. You know what I mean? All those Tesla, same thing when things were going wrong. It's it Disney, same thing when things were going wrong. Netflix, same thing when things were going not so well. They they survived all that. So it yeah, like is, that two thousand eight era. Yeah, you know two thousand seven. Correct, correct. They survived like nineteen ninety nine. Amazon, they survived all that. So you got to think about that. It's like all these companies that are doing well, they survive multiple multiple corrections multiple yeah. pitfalls <laughs> humongous stock market crashes so they survived all that a lot of these newer companies that we're into definitely the specs yeah a lot of these newer company into they never been through that right a lot of them were born 19 years ago 2001 some of them 2010 Right, yeah, yeah. Some of them 2015. You know, Teladoc yeah. is like 2014, 2015. That's when they like hit the stock market, at least. Yeah, you so know. none of them really endured. It's easier to endure something when you're private. It's a lot easier. Yeah, because you can. You don't have to report anything. You don't have to report anything. So nobody knows. Yeah, you can get loans and nobody will know except for the bank and you. <laughs> It's a lot harder to report something. It's a lot harder to stay sustainable when everybody's watching. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem. That's why these big companies are doing well, because they know what to do in these kind of conditions and these markets. Buff, Warren Buffett said it the best. You know what I mean? The, the strength of the unexpected strength of the economy did better for the the bigger companies than the small and mid-sized companies. You know what I mean? And none unexpected strength was like Netflix, Hulu, Disney, um, Tesla, Apple, all those companies did well. And majority of them are in and Warren Buffett's controller, maybe not Tesla. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I think we that's why we need to look at that kind of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always <clears throat> when when stuff is going your way, it all looks good. But when it's not going your way, it doesn't look good. You know, that's just how it is. So small caps were doing really well. Um, you know, from 2016 to 2020, you know, now kind of like mega caps are, are, even though mega caps were doing well, just regardless, but I feel like the mega caps weren't hit as hard, um, during these last couple of months of, of the stocks getting hit and going down, the mega caps weren't hit, weren't hit like that. I feel like there was a shift from more small from small cap money to mega cap money is basically what i'm trying to say i said all that and that's all i really wanted to say. <laughs> from risk to safety yeah exactly that's really from that's risk to better. safety that's even better that's that's i could have saved just like four minutes i could have just said that <laughs> i think to tell you the truth now now i think about it 20 between 2017 all the way to 2021 man it's been a casino atmosphere <laughs> it really has if you think about we, we every majority of people are in risky risky investments crypto small cap specs and that brings into the point we was arguing and I think I want to say an argument, but we was having a discussion in the group chat where we talked about how one, uh, Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's partner said, um, Robin Hood create a casino, casino type atmosphere and they're not really commission free, but, uh, they're basically charging for, uh, float, uh, flow shares. That's how they charge you. And, Basically, yesterday, Warren Buffett and Charlie Margaret blames Robin Hood for creating that casino-type atmosphere where it was okay to invest in poor-quality companies like GameStop. Man, see, I don't agree with you right there. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with what they, what they are saying because people have been investing in, in, in terrible companies since the beginning. You know, look at Enron. People were investing in uh, people were investing in Sears all the way up until they were bankrupt. Think about like I think it was a couple of years ago. Uh, what Sears was a good company at one point. I'm talking about when they were going down. People were still um, uh, up until their last days. People were still buying them, thinking they could sell yeah, pop or something. Um, well, Sears, you got to give. A, here's the thing. I I understand GameStop because GameStop was a good company at one point. They was making money at one point. Sears was making money at one point. You know what I mean? What the, their analogy that they use, I didn't like that, but we're, we do, <laughs> majority of the population do invest in poor quality companies that come out. And yeah, GameStop but- and GameStop is not really a good example. I think more like Dogecoin is a better example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And penny stocks and stuff like that. I, that- here's my thing, man. I think that when people... I try not to do this, even though I think that I do sometimes. But if somebody were to tell me I want to invest in um, what's something that I wouldn't invest in, uh, <laughs> it's easy. To, it's hard to pick on like 
people now because the people we used to pick on, they out of business now. Like uh, Radio Shack. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, out of business. <laughs> but let's go back to them. Let's, let's, if somebody were to tell me, yo, I'm, I, I think I'm going to invest in Radio Shack. You know, that's what they, I can't tell them what to do with their money. If they want to invest in Radio Shack or if they see something, fine. And then plus, if they invested in Radio Shack and it was 15 cents, and then one day it went up to $0.25 cent and they sell it. Well, that was a good investment. You know what I'm saying? So who is somebody to say, like, oh, you invested in bad companies? Like, if you made money, then you invested in a good company. You can lose money on a on a, on a, a so-called good company. So if so if they say, like, oh, man, people investing in bad companies. They're just investing in companies that you wouldn't invest in. So you can't tell somebody that yo you shouldn't invest in this because price, we all know I how agree. price price that action. I agree with you because you can yeah you know he is Cam is right you know I you can lose money investing well, in good companies and you can make so money investing in what's bad a, companies what's a good company we've seen bad companies run up we've seen it. Or just look at GameStop. I know you said GameStop is a good company, but as of no, right, no, no, I didn't say. I say it was like it was, Sears it was, was a right, good company. Right. GameStop, GameStop hasn't been a good company in the last eight years. Yeah. It should have never ran up to six hundred. But what I'm saying is, I, GameStop isn't something that I. GameStop is one that we picked on. I think they still here. You know, we're picking on them at like ten dollars. But if if somebody would have come to us a year ago, like yo, I'm I'm investing in game. I'm all in on GameStop. We would laugh at them. But even now, even though they went from five or four hundred, whatever, and they down back to like one twenty, yo, they still laughing at us. You know, we're the ones who who couldn't who couldn't see it. They did a good investment, but to us, or maybe to like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, or whatever, those weren't um good. You are not investing in good stocks because they don't agree with it. I don't care what they agree with. I, I'm doing what I want with my money. You know what I'm saying? So, so if I want my point is my point is the only part I agree with them on is the Robin Hood situation. Because the more I look into Robin Hood, the more I realize they kind of did create this atmosphere where it is where first of all the commission fee thing, the free commission, is not true. I, I read. I actually that. went I back after you that. said that. After you said that, I actually went back and read it. They. They don't actually say free trades. They say commission free. It's a commission free. So you you were right on that. They to, do say that's commission what they free. Promote, commission free. And they don't charge you a commission. Yeah, it just just don't charge you, but you still get charged another way. Okay. Just, but they you don't get the, you don't get charged a commission. That's really it. He, he's right. They're not misleading anyone. They say we have commission free trades. And like I say in the chat, if somebody else has a better business model. For, for for trading stocks, well then just come out with it. If if this was so bad, <clears throat> why is it why is this the new wave? Why you got Webull? Why you got that um other company? Uh, I think it's like public. Um it's a whole bunch of commission free um brokerages coming out and look about look at like Ameritrade that got rid of them, Fidelity, stuff like that. You know, they're just mad because stuff isn't how it used to be that's what they're used to they're not used to this new way of doing it and then if you eliminate commissions right you bring you introduce um more people into the market 
more people that may not be as but eliminate let me ask you a question do you believe the when did okay let me ask you a question when did the commission free commission free trading start with Robinhood. It's, it's, yeah when though like in 2015 uh, I, I would say I, it was either 15 or 14 14 right do you believe this is the only part do you believe that because we got commission free okay let me put an analogy when you go to the casino right yeah you go to the table you don't even have to pay for an interest there's no interest you just got put gotta what put you're some gonna, money down you gotta put what your money down just like you know you buying into the to the game to start, right? Exactly. There's no interest fee. There's right. no interest fee. Right. Right? Right. So do you think not having a not having an interest fee, a transaction fee, do you think that created a casino atmosphere? No. Because people, it's just stocks. So they were they the these other companies are, are doing we're doing the same thing. They were just charging a commission. The only thing that they got rid of was a commission. So you were getting filled at at bad prices, except except for back then they're they're filling you at bad prices and charging you nine ninety nine. Now they're just filling you at bad prices and charging you no commission. So that, <laughs> no that's it. Because you're still getting in at bad prices. You're still getting in. At, yeah. You're not getting in at the best price. There's very few companies that would actually charge you the commission and then get you in at the yeah. actual price. Yeah, so if if the thing was like, okay, um, now that we ain't charging you commissions, now we're going to feel, now, you know, you're going to be filled at, at a worse price. But no one has said that. They just said like, oh, man, you know, somehow they try to like put this fear in people like somehow they're charging you fees somehow they're still oh it's not it's not free they're still charging you fees but yeah, no they're telling the truth it, it's really not free okay but if they and charging that, me fees where am i seeing where am i seeing no 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 trading no what i'm saying trading is not free they the you the thing about people don't get is here's where i i, I agree with you commission free trading the trades are not free because you're still getting paid for flow you're still getting charged for flow but less than that so let's put it flow means spread you're getting charged for spread mm -hmm. they're making money on the spread but if every you're brokerage to get that does that they've been doing that forever that's how they that's how that they make forever. money yeah because once i looked into it it's just spread so so they've what's the, if they've been doing that before commission free, why is that yeah. even a factor in this in the conversation? Yeah, it's because you know what it was? Just like I said yesterday, it's because only a few people know. And I was I was saying that in the thing. It's not that it's now I I t I'm gonna retract what I said. Now I don't think it's dishonorable now. I I did think it's dishonorable before I looked in it if that was the case, but it's not the case. I just think people don't know, and that's the truth. Well, people I don't, don't, I don't know. Like it. I, that's fine, but I don't like it that people like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, they try to hate. Like the oh, people man. at the top. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You people know, because that, that's not like yo. It's it's bringing more people into the stock market. Yeah, that's like, true. How is this saying. bad? How is not being charged a fee bad? You know what I'm saying? And if yeah. they, their thing is all oh, somehow you're still getting charged. Well, show well, that, that's what show I'm trying me. to say. That's still true. But they, show, okay, well, show me where I'm gonna get charged. If I go to, if I'm paying an entrance fee in a casino game, and they say oh five dollars to enter. Okay, 
they I just paid five dollars to enter that that I took a five dollar hit. Show me where I took a hit on a fee on my no, statement on Robin. Okay, no. well then I'm not no. I'm not getting charged. You're you're not getting charged. Yeah, you're right. No, you're 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 paying. You're you're the the way they make the money. They make money on the spread. If the price is at that's fifty seven oh eight, you're probably got in at fifty seven ten. Right. True. And. The, and the thing, and I, I don't agree with that. But the thing is, They've that's been, been that going on. That's been going on when they were charging um, yeah. commission fees. So that's not a factor here. That's not a factor because they weren't saying that. They weren't saying that when they were charging commissions. So when Ameritrade and everybody was charging commissions, you didn't see Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett coming out talking about, um, um, oh, they they making money on the on the spread. No. They weren't they weren't over here saying that. But now since things have changed and they don't agree with the change, now they want to hate. That's my problem. I hear you. I hear you. When the game was when they when the game was in their court, everything was all good. Yeah, and, and man, I, I, I was talking to uh, one of my friends a couple of weeks ago. We were just talking about like uh dang, I forgot which stock had IPO'd. Um, I think it was was it Spotify? I don't know. It was some stock that had IPO, and the um, hedge funds were mad. They said they weren't going to invest in it uh, because they didn't go like a traditional IPO route. They still IPO, but they I think they did like a direct listing or something. They didn't want them to do a direct listing. And so then they were like, you know, well, we ain't going to invest in you. And then my boy was like, man, hedge funds are always crying. They always whining if they don't get their way. And that's kind of like what I what – I, what I see here with like Warren Buffett talking, hating like that, Charlie Munger hating like that, it's like, yo, stop whining. You got money. Like people were saying in the chat, like, yo, that's Charlie, that's Charlie Munger, man. What's up? Like, you know, yo, you got, you got money. What's the problem? What, what, what you hey, whining for? Cam, Cam speaking of facts right now, he is right. There's no reason to whine. You got your, you got your money. Yeah, they trying to act like they for the they for the people. They're not for they're not for the people. If you really want to be honest, no one is for the people. You're not doing a bunch of stuff for other people. You're doing stuff for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, nah, I I hear you on that, and like it's crazy because now like the game has changed. People are not IPOing. They're going through specs. Going through specs, direct listing. They doing so direct much creative listing. stuff. That means that in like five to ten years, they're, you know, they're gonna be triple or quadruple of the companies in the stock market. And now I don't think that that's good. Every stock isn't. Every company isn't stock market worthy. I think we were talking yeah. about it last week. Like, yo, we were talking about Clubhouse, and I think I said. You know, Clubhouse is not Clubhouse is an add-on to an app. It's not really it's that's not really something that should be its own app. And it's like some of these companies, they're not companies that should be on the stock market. You know what I'm saying? These are companies that they're just normal companies. Yeah, they should have just they should just stay private. Like Instagram. Instagram is really not a Instagram is not a stock market company. Right, exactly. That 
that's an add-on. Now it's a, it's a big. It, they've grown, but that's not something they don't have like super multiple revenue streams on Instagram alone. You know what I'm saying? Facebook, you know, they got like ad targeting, um, the normal content flow that they have, um, they, advertising. They even have match. You can get a relationship on there now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Marketplace. They got Marketplace. Got you like your own little eBay. They have multiple revenue streams. You know, somebody like Instagram, they don't. I mean, they have. They probably have like two, but Facebook has facebook in general they probably have like 15 16 if you want to add in stuff that they own like wechat you know what i'm saying stuff that they own that we don't even know about and then you no look that's 100 percent. you look no, at somebody else like uh um i don't even know who to pick on right now but you you look at somebody else and you just like you know no that's not that that's to me it's not a good investment but who am i to say I can't, I can't tell somebody if something's a good investment or not, you know, because you, you can know, still make money on it. You can make money on something bad. That's I want to bring up, I want to bring up a point that you kind of brought. The explosion activity by special purpose acquisition companies will continue to make it difficult for Brickshire Halfway to make deals. Okay, Warren then. Buffett said at the company annual meeting, rapid deal making by specs makes it difficult to find bargains. Who said the rate, the rise in interest in vehicle is a function of mass rush by speculative investors into the market overall? See, no, you hundred percent right. The game is changing for them, and they don't know how to adapt, or they know how to adapt. They just don't want it too old to care about adapting. They just want it to be the same. And this is what happened. And man, people get so caught up in, oh man, but that's Warren Buffett. Man, he made ninety billion dollars in a day you know what I'm saying? like okay that's excellent but that doesn't mean that his opinion is fact all the time just because he made he made some money you know he could have made money getting lucky or he could have made money with skill but just because somebody made a whole bunch of money or just because you look up to somebody don't mean that everything that they say is true or good that's no, no, you're hundred percent right, and I think, I think because it's just like anything else, man. When something new starts, or something that's been there starts actually getting popular, and then people actually start seeing the value in it, I think a lot of people see it as, oh, um, you know, oh, I don't like this game is changing, and nah, nah, nah. bro, it's it's life. Things change, exactly. You know. Computer coming to play, internet coming to play, smartphones coming to play. Things change, bro. People, eventually, the reason why stuff like this come into play is people get tired of paying 10, 15, 20, 30 million dollars just to get into the stock market. That's why they're specs. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. All you're doing is I just think, paying the I banks. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it is you hear all these old timers complaining now that um, have a hundred billion dollars easily. I think a lot of it is just like Warren Buffett's 90 years old. He don't got time to learn something new. Exactly. Realistically. Just being real. Yeah. Just being real. You're right. And, and anybody at his age, 
you made 104 billion, you know, you try to keep it, you try to be in the same market as long as you can exactly. and make as much money as you can. How do people not understand that? How do people not understand that? Like, yo, there's nothing wrong. People will attack Rob, the, the, the thing that about Robinhood that makes me mad when people try to attack Robinhood. There's so many other commission free companies out there, but they never attack them. They attack Robinhood because they're the largest and the most successful. Not only that, they were first. They were first. You don't never hear somebody saying, oh, we bull, they charging you. Yeah. Public, they were really, they Robin Hood was first. You know what I mean? The first to really get out there. So you you right on that. They're the biggest or the first. It's like Bitcoin. Everybody attacks Bitcoin, but there's about like a hundred other cryptos. Exactly. Exactly. That does the same thing. Exactly. They When they talk, when they attack crypto, they attack Bitcoin. Yeah. Because that's all that they know. That it shows you that they didn't do any research. They just, they just mad because one, maybe they didn't get in, or two, they don't understand it. They don't want to understand it. They want everything to stay the same because they built up a formula that worked, and now things are changing. They don't want it, like you said. They don't want to have to go and learn something new. This has been working for them for for 15, 20 years, you know. So they want it to stay like that because they've been eating like that. But things, like you said, things change. You got to be a, you got to be able to be flexible in the stock market and adapt. You got to be able to be flexible just in life. Period. Everything is just not going to stay the same. You know, we, like hundred percent. What we were just talking about a couple minutes ago were was um, you know, I was saying like, yo, small caps they they're not really jumping like they were two years ago. No, they're not. And. Do you see me whining about it? No, I'm just gonna adapt. I'm I'm looking at I'm just we were just talking about like yo Facebook, Microsoft, you like these guys, they still growing, even though the the market cap says like yo, growth is over, they are still the fact is they are still growing. So we can make money there. Maybe we shift some out of small caps and move it into some, some of these mega caps. You know what I'm saying? But that's just adapting to the situation. I'm not gonna whine about it. I'm just adapting. Man, one more thing. What do you think about this whole, you know, with everything that's going on with the retail investor and the institutional investor basically facing off? You know, because you get these short squeezes and now they're starting to not work. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people like Wall Street bets have, I don't know how this man has this much money, but has enough capital where he can face these problems. Uh, I mean, sometimes you don't. Um, I just want to speak to the to Wall Street bets. You say you don't know how he has this much capital. He may not. They may just, I can go on Twitter, I can go on Instagram in our chat right now and be like, yo. I just dropped. I just dropped two million on Facebook. How do you? What you have no way to prove that. You just gotta take me at my word. You know what I'm saying? No, he 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 actually screenshots his portfolio. You know, I can screenshot any. I can screenshot anything and, and put some numbers on it. That's true. I can screenshot that's anything. True. So that that's that true. stuff. So you made the point that yo, I don't know how he has a capital for this. Sometimes if something is too good to be true, that's just what it is. 
Yeah. You know, hedge funds, they almost got unlimited money. Look at the guys who took that hit on GameStop, right? They were bankrupt for like two hours. And then all of a sudden they weren't bankrupt anymore. And now they back profitable. You know, it's only been like two months later. It was it's two months after they were like under, you know, they were buried, basically. These guys have unlimited capital. I think that the retail, retail versus institution, the retail overall is going to lose. But the retail can't, retail investors can win if they're aggressive. If they take an approach, kind of like what we talk about on here, where like, yo, if something runs up a lot, you probably want to get out. But I think that when when stuff starts to run up, you get that feeling like, oh, this ain't never going to stop. But we all know that it is. And if you if you take if you got a three thousand percent gain in a bad that is more that is more like a casino atmosphere. Like you said that, oh, this is never going to stop. That's a casino type feeling. Exactly. I mean. That's more of a casino but that's atmosphere. Not but then that's that's, that's that basically a... you saying that that's created by Wall Street's bets. Then I don't know. I don't blame it on any one person. If if Whoa. you if I if I'm in GameStop at ten dollars, and it went up to four hundred, and I'm like I ain't never selling. I ain't selling this because it's gonna keep going up. Nobody came to me and was like, "Have a casino atmosphere, Cam." Nobody did that. I did that myself. I have the power to push the sell button or the buy button. So if I bought something at ten dollars and it ran up to four hundred in a matter of two weeks, I gotta be smart enough to be like, you know, as this is, I probably should have took profit at like two hundred, but I'm still here at four hundred. I need to get out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. And you, you know up, what it all? Running, you, all these up. problems are rising. Just because of the simple fact there's so many new people coming into this market and it's coming in like migrating to the West type, the Oregon Trail type movement. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's like squeak. All, problem arises when there's a mass are able to get into something a lot easier. And because the masses are able to get into this, commission free trading, Robin Hood, Webull. TD Ameritrade, all these stuff are free now to trade. Now a lot of people are just rushing in and because it's a lot easier, you can take your little $50 and throw it into the stock and hopefully it'll go to 150. Right. That's so, very possible in, in, the, in the stock market. That's po It's possible for you to get a 200% gain in the stock market in a matter of yeah. a couple months. Just look at if you yeah, look it's at very possible, and that I think the stuff that we're, we're seeing now, everybody's complaining about, even from the guy at the top and the guy in the middle and guy at the bottom, is like it's due to the fact that there's so many people coming in, and then because there's so much information out there, you might get two, three thousand people buying into one stock, then you get another two, three thousand people buying another stock, and that forces the market to kind of generally go up itself. Unlike you see, there used to be a small little portion of people in the stock market. Right. It, you can't. If we go back to like, you know, I know we over a little bit, man. But if we if we go back to like Charlie Munger and, and, and Warren Buffett, uh, they don't know how to predict 
the new how the new investors invest. So if 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 like what you said, if people putting if somebody like yo man, I got fifty dollars, man, I'm, I'm gonna throw it in AESE, man. Cam like AESE, I'm gonna throw it AESE, and then you know they got it at, you know, a dollar twenty cents, and then now it's like it it, it goes up to two seventy. It had went as high as like four dollars and thirty cent, like last yep. month or something like that, and you know they like. Yo, I'm gonna pull my fifty dollar. I got, I got hundred fifty now. I'm gonna pull that out. Well, as Warren Buffett and them, they more longer term investors, so they they want to stay in for. They look at that staying in for like you know ten, fifteen years. But these new investors, they like, yo, I want, I want my money. You know, I, I yeah. if I'm if let's just be real. If somebody's taking, somebody like, yo, I got fifty dollars to invest, man. What should I invest in? They're their money probably they probably don't have a lot of disposable income so right when they see like oh i grew my 50 to 150 um oh, I'm, I'm let me let me get that let me take that you know what i'm saying that's free money 100% and they it, that's unpredictable now it, this market is unpredictable because of that reason there's so many people in the stock market and there's so many people that will take their money out and if you if you got people that's taking their money out, we all know what happens. You know that makes the stocks go down. That's true. No, he's not. He's not lying. No, that's that's a hundred percent accurate. And I think now Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger's idea of waiting ten to fifteen years, they're probably going to be right. right he, if they buy, they're right over. But man, here's my thing though. Let's say you wait. Three years on AESE, right? You got it at a dollar twenty cents. It just ran up to four dollars and thirty cents. That's I don't know what that what that was. Three, four hundred percent. It might yeah. be three three hundred percent. So you could you could have got three hundred percent in three months, but now you want to wait five years and, and you get four hundred percent. To me, that's a loss. Even though you got a hundred percent more, but you wait four more years. I could that money could have been working somewhere else and yeah. doubling up. You again, it's like, or you sell it three months later at three hundred percent, and then five years is at nineteen dollars. That's that's fine. That's fine. But it's it's a it's a had, it's a I, spur, I guarantee it goes both ways. You know, I guarantee you that in five years, if it was nineteen dollars, I guarantee you you had an opportunity to get back in to, at a price lower. Than what you sold it at. I guarantee you did. Oh, oh, before we get off, what do you think about Ford making his way back now? I mean that boy was trash for at least 10 years. Now it's on his way back. <laughs> um, I like it, but it makes me ah man, you got me all angry on this podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ford has been pissing people off for years. <laughs> but, but it makes me mad that um, it took Ford, GM, this long to innovate. It took Elon Musk, it took Tesla to do what it did for them to innovate. If Tesla wasn't Tesla, they would not be like this, which is no, sad we still have for the company. Old which is sad. That just tells you, to me, it tells me and I'm probably going to miss out on money here by not buying GM and Ford, but it tells me like, yo, I don't want to be in those companies. 
I don't want to be in those companies because they don't want to innovate. They got that Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett mindset. We want to just keep things the way that it is. And they tried it for so long. Now that they can't do it, now they're rushing out EVs and stuff. And it's, it's working because Tesla built the model for them. But they should have been on that a long time ago. I got GM. I got GM like around $14, but I didn't want to tell nobody because I was going to get clowned. <laughs> Boy, they were so bad. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to throw $200. Because they fell last year in April. I was like, I'm going to throw $200. But I ain't going to tell nobody. I'm going to get clown. Because I got clown for GE. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Yo, I got clown for GE. Hey, I bought bro. GE. Bro, yeah, clown. And the stock was going down. So that made it worse. <laughs> but though, bro, I think you had bought it somewhere around. Like, I remember that. You bought it somewhere around like nine, nine, eight or nine. And man, it's 13 yeah. right now. I don't like General Electric. I don't. But you could have made money on it. You almost it's 13 bucks, but like that's two years, bro. I've been holding General Electric for two years, bro. It's just sad. Right. I agree. I agree with you, but you still made money. My my I guess my point is, do you want to hold something? Do you want to say, okay, I have to hold for 15 years? No, to make man, the I don't same to make the same percentage that you could have made. If you would have just sold when it popped after six months. And then take that same profit and put it back in and use the other money for something. No, I get your point. No, I understand. That I understand. Me, There's stocks about- I still have, but I have dividend stocks that I'm gonna hold for 10 to 15 because they're making me two types of money. Right, yeah, right. That's different. Right. Well, like company, you got a point. Company like GE, Ford, that like are barely producing, and then they're struggling. Recalls after recalls, general. I mean GM recalls after recalls. That stuff like that. But you know, companies that have to have their back against the wall to be innovative, you got to stay away from those. It, you, right, right. You got to stay away from those. You you can't have your back against the wall to be innovative. That's just not right. Just innovate. Just innovate when it's, it's time to innovate. Yeah. You should be innovating all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Your R&D should be on beast mode every day. But, man, let's end this podcast. <laughs> More about it. Yo, they can find, you can find me on anything at Camboni11, C-A-M-B-O-N-I-1-1. And, um, you know, join Marathon Money Plus. Um, where can they find you, Kenny? Kenny Collin 23 on Instagram, Kendrick Collin, two ends in the middle on Twitter. Hit me up. Um, yo, subscribe to Marathon Money Plus. We've been growing slowly, but we've grown. It's actually growing every day. That's kind of, kind of pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, we appreciate the love, the people that join. Um, that's it, man. P- oh, check out the Marathon Money Plus podcast. We got our boy Sam on there that's talking about cryptocurrency and Stellar. And then what he's been, he has his own Stellar organization that is growing all over the world. So check that out. Yeah. Um, what he said is going to be on, is invaluable, man. It's, yeah. it puts a different perspective of what this world might look like. Yeah, definitely check that out, man. Shout out to our boy. Sam Connor, man. I, I forgot his Twitter handle, else so I would give it out. <laughs> Sam Connor, one. That's it right there? One. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. Sam Connor, one.
Yeah, Sam, right. Sam Connor won, but not the number one. It's like W. I mean, <laughs> O N E. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Peace. Peace.